Episode 87 of the Busting Balls Podcast. They're Chris and John. I'm Jeffrey. You can hit us up on Twitter at BustingBallsPod. Email us, BustingBallsPod at gmail.com. You're listening us through our native SoundCloud feed, SoundCloud.com slash Busting-Balls or the PWOM Podcast Network, SoundCloud.com slash Pro Wrestling Only. And you can also find us on Spotify. Search Busting Balls Podcast. Today's topic, the 2023-24 Busting Balls Fashion Show. The lads tell you what's hot and what's not on the grassy runway this season. Chris, John, what's happening, brothers? Well, let's talk about Simon Hooper's Spurs tattoo, shall we? With one of the finest decisions of the season today. Was there really a decision there? Because I honestly did not see anything. Yeah, well, well, Harlan got fouled fairly clearly. And then Grealish is going through clean. Uh, well, one-on-one, but you're talking, I think he'd been caught maybe. And the ref just pulled it back for adva- no advantage. But please? didn't the, but didn't the, but didn't the flag go up? I, the flag, I don't went, the flag went up for, for offside on that call. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't see it. It, just, it was marginal offside, but eh, it was a funny decision. Did you, I mean, let's face it. I, I was quite amused at Erling Haaland having a, trying to go back at the ref there. <laughs> well, um, excuse me, but I also heard a rumor that surrounding the ref is a yellow now. I believe yeah. so, Bob. Mm. Funny how that didn't seem to enter into anything. Yeah, but it, it, it's it's like waving a yellow card at your opponent is apparently, a, uh, or at the ref, is also a yellow I've not seen it being given for a while. I think it got given once so far this yeah. season. Yeah. Um, it certainly didn't get given when, say, Udogi was waving the yellow card at the ref to get Diego Jota sent off. Yeah. And, you know? So, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, you know, English referees get It's not too bad a call. But, well, you know. I mean, don't we already know that Michael Oliver's a Newcastle fan? Um. I believe so, but he doesn't take... Does he take any of their games? I don't know if he does. Mm, I think he does. Anyway, more pleasantly, let's face it, the top two are set for the season. We don't know who <laughs> It's very much a stop-the-count moment for the both of you right now. <laughs> oh, yes, very much so. We'll stop it after Arsenal have been to Anfield. Come on. <laughs> no, nope. Sorry, you can't do. You you can't change that now. Still, uh, City not looking stellar lately. It turns out. I I know they trained to peak in you know from February to May, but 
yeah, that that back line is vulnerable. You know, they they gave up four to Chelsea, they gave up three today. They've given up leads in those in last three games. That is not a side that is on peak form. And they're going to Villa in midweek without Rodri. So this could be a fun one. Uh, as no, well. they won't be without they'll be without Grealish too. He got a Rodri, yeah. He he got a fifth yellow today. That's it. Two players on five yellows. I'm looking forward to that game now. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, Villa is. I mean, Villa. What? They're in fourth now, aren't they? Let me. Let me. Uh, they are. Yeah, fourth. Fourth, I believe. Yes. Yeah. They've had a solid campaign on their side. Like Unai Emery has had those boys working, not just only on the Prem side, but within Europe as well. They've been stellar on their side of the spectrum. I mean, so. geez, they, they. As the meme says, they stole uh, Chelsea's badge, and <laughs> they're stealing their thunder too. It seems. Yeah, and I mean, bit, good word here for Ollie Watkins as well, who's having an absolutely stellar season. Oh, he absolutely is. He he, mm-hmm. he, he totally is. He kind of saved their bacon against Bournemouth this weekend too, at that because that was almost an upset that was waiting to happen there. But it's going to be tough for Aston Villa the next couple of games that they've got because they've got an Europa Conference League game to kind of wrap things up uh, on the 14th, but they've got... Man City and Arsenal back to back on Wednesday and Saturday, so they're gonna be feeling it a little bit in terms oh, but, of their yeah. But you know, Emery's gonna be motivated against Arsenal. <laughs> oh, one hundred percent. He's yeah. gonna be motivated against Arsenal. <laughs> That's a revenge game for him every time he sees it on the calendar. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> right now, I've got revenge on on my mind against Arsenal right now too because I can't get tickets. I still cannot get tickets to go see Arsenal. Typical the- Stan Kroenke owned franchise, Burroughs, <laughs> one way or another. <laughs> Are we sure it's his fault, though, or is it because they're actually doing well? Yes. So they're- yeah. yeah, it's Stan Kroenke. It's his fault. Okay, yes, you're right. I, I, yeah, you're you're right. I'm, I'm sorry. I've been, you know, I, I have been so, uh, what, what, what's the word I'm looking for? I have been so smitten with. Arsenal the last two seasons that, you know, I, I'm... You kind of forget who owns them. I, yeah, getting, I completely yeah, get that. I, 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 I've I been doing a... that with the Avalanche, too, so... <laughs> See? Yeah, I mean, you got to... At least y'all got a Stanley Cup out of that. <laughs> nice. And the, and, and, and the Rams got a Super Bowl fight? When's it our turn? God damn it. Uh, next damn it, year Stan! <laughs> next year after we won the league this year. Yeah, bullshit. <laughs> You ain't winning the league. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, we'll talk to you in two weeks, and we'll talk to you just after that first FA Cup. since we are talking about league winners, the J-League has crowned its 11th <laughs> winner altogether in its 30-year history. Viso Colbe finally decided to stop being mini Barcelona, actually play to their strengths, and they won a title out of it. Yeah. And I couldn't be happier. That's great. That is great. Yeah, congratulations to Vissel Kobe. <laughs> ah, too bad they had to do it on the back of my beloved Nagoya Grampus. Nagoya Grampus. Yep. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I I will still call them Grampus Eight because that's how they. Oh yeah. Were completely when... understandable. But one crazy kind of cool thing that's going to be happening next year too, because the J two playoffs just wrapped up as well, and. Uh, Tokyo Machida Zelvia won the J2, so they're getting promoted automatically. Tokyo Verdi won in the playoffs against Shimizu Espos, and FC Tokyo is in the F1. So all three major Tokyo clubs 
are going to be in the J1 for, I believe it's the first time ever. That's all a, three of them at the same time. What, well, I'm so sure, those derbies are going to be crazy next year. I, I can't wait. I'm, I'm sure Kazusuke Okada is happy about FC Tokyo. So. <laughs> I'm not sure if he's going to be too happy with their rebranding that's coming up, though, because I've seen what they've posted for that, and those new badges look ugly. Too minimalistic kind of Look, stuff, have you seen what Okada also advertises? He advertises, you know, these weird burgers, too, you know? So. I mean, true, but at the same <laughs> time, I'm just saying, minimalistic uh, rebrands of brand, of team badges, just so that way they look good on social media outlets, that shit needs to stop. Oh, no, I, I, oh, no, I agree. I mean, I think we've talked about that before, too, just the... the, the, the the standard, the the gentrification, if you will, of club badges, you know. Yeah. Um. But it's... also, but also, I still love the name Shimizu S Pulse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a. I've had a look at this rebranding, and yeah, yeah, that is too much going on there. So Way is it minimalistic, much. or is there too much going on? It's like it it's, minim- it's minimalistic in the it's minimalistic yeah. on the aspect that it's supposed to look good for like social media aspects, but then you kind of just look at that compared to their current badge, and you're just like, "Oh, that is not good." Okay, yeah. yeah, that is not good. See what that, I mean? That is like the Major League Soccer rebrand badge. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and yet somehow MLS still continues with it that nonsense. Yeah, and FC. Focus group logo, isn't it? Let's face it. Mm-hmm. By the way, speaking really... of MLS nonsense, is anyone paying attention to the MLS playoffs? Because uh, I am not. I haven't. Europe. What the hell am I supposed to be doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh come on! You don't. Oh, oh, come on! You don't have a, a, a big MLS package like you know, like we get all the the leagues over here, John. They might be on some really obscure cable channel, but I don't know where. <laughs> oh boy. Oh lordy! Ah, uh, so uh, while we're talking about uh, referee dumb fuckery and, and administration, uh, by the way, yeah, fuck the FA. You are not going to charge Mikel Arteta for for his comments. I'm sorry, that's bullshit, and it should be allowed as long as as long as you're not making a threat to the referee. As long as you're not telling them to go fuck their mothers, I think you should be able to criticize the refs. Oh, he's get, he's getting the clock punishment, baby. Yeah, there's gonna be a touchline ban on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's gonna be bullshit. Well, the club have backed him, which is always a good thing. Yeah, they should. They should back him because he's absolutely right. <laughs> well, they are. T- they are. T- well, you know, as I keep saying, Arsenal have the most penalties in the league this season. So, is know. that actually true, though? Yeah. Yeah. It, is it? it yeah. That's about six, is it? I think, or was it seven? Something like that. You've hey, you penalties. Hey, you know, while we're talking that subject, there has been a lot, and I mean a lot, of uh, scrutiny on Scottish refereeing in these last couple of weeks because apparently, uh, yeah, uh, Rangers Ooh, have been Rangers getting. Oh, that was a stinker of a decision. Yeah, go, John, go ahead. Uh, go, go, go with, uh, ahead with yeah. this. It was, wasn't it? Just uh, the ref. It's going through. It's the last minute of the game. Rangers created absolutely nothing all game. Aberdeen a- a- played out a- and Aberdeen were winning. Yeah, and Aberdeen were. Was it one nil? I believe. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, then was it? Uh, to- was it Todd Cantwell went through? Yeah, it was Cant- Yeah, yeah, Todd Cantwell. Cat Todd Cantwell goes through. I believe clicks his own heels like in the Wizard of Oz, 
and down, and the referee gives a penalty. VAR, what are you doing here? Well, He's remember, a... Rangers fans were really excited about VAR. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no wonder, because, you know, they, they're probably taking a leak while that's going on. So, yeah. they come oh, oh, oh. Uh... Yeah, well, someone has pointed out there. There is a Twitter account. Uh, sorry, X. No, no, I'm not. By no, the no. way, by the way, uh, Twitter is the only acceptable dead naming. By the way. Yeah, well, well you can call it shitter if you want. You know, X X itter yeah, shitter. That's right. <laughs> um, there is a uh, there is a, uh, a a Twitter account that I have uh, sent uh, y'all several um, posts from now. Indeed. Called, Indeed. Uh, I think mm-hmm. it's called our Rangers Tax Case. Uh, go follow them. Uh, and uh, because I'm because I think that the overall broad thing is that we may have another um, liquidation scandal coming up. If uh, you can do the same old shit. <laughs> yeah. But they made that someone has made the point that Rangers have not had a penalty awarded against them in 67 matches. I, I tell you what, their tackling coaching must be magnificent. This is just football heritage, baby. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just seem to recall uh I seem to recall Kyogo basically getting clattered in the back of the head like, you know, like Gimares did to uh one of our play one of Arsenal's players in that Newcastle game at Ibrox, and of course nothing happens. In the box, nothing happens. You know what? You need the Pope to go and have word with the head of Scottish referees here. <laughs> you think? <laughs> yeah, isn't the head? Of, yeah, yeah. Refereeing, it, it, it's a bag of shit, isn't it? Certainly. Well, yes. I, I, I think as well. The pro- there's a problem generally in that the modern game is way too fast for one guy. They will miss stuff. They will make a ton of mistakes. And we're not even dealing with that, but we can come back to that. And and, and half the referees are in the tank for, you know, clubs that they are refereeing because they won't declare it as such. Uh, Chris, uh, how's Brazil? Do they, uh, are they, uh, do they have referees like this? Oh (laughs) yeah. I mean, that's pretty much the whole aspect of, of, I believe referees on the worldwide scale is just the fact that it's not, a position that I think gets a lot of attention and the training that it deserves. And then it's sort of like they form their own little cult and it just becomes chaos at that point because they're having to deal with that, deal with a federation and everything in between. It's just, yeah, Brazil has some of these calls every so often too. And it's just superbly annoying in every facet of the word. Just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what, 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 what are you going to do? What can you do? Hey, speaking on, uh, what can you do, department? Everton deducted 10 points since last we convened for financial fair play uh, muckery. Uh, do City next. Well, we, we do have dates for their trial. And the Everton case, I understand where the fans are coming from, but dudes, your owners commit some seriously over the odds financial fuckery. Was it they were a hundred million or something over the uh, over the limit? Yeah. They, it was I, million. I thought I heard it as low as like twenty million. Was it I, I thought I heard 105. It might be 105 over the over the three years. But I it, 20, they still went way over it. Yeah, they Threatened went over. Them. There's no way around it. They went over. They went over, they admitted it, open and check case. This is why that case has gone on. 
The Chelsea case where they have confessed to Bramage regime's misdeeds, again, that's a more straightforward case. City, they just have, you know, the lawyers from The Wire who know everyone in town, the mafia lawyers. They got everyone from, you know, the, que- the every Queen's Council or King's Council, I should say, in the UK just to basically contest these charges. They are not admitting to it. They're going to drag us out because it's basically gangster play. They have never denied these charges, let's face it, either. So we are like to have this dragged on. And I do not blame the Premier League for getting this case as watertight as possible. Take your time. Nail them to the wall. Okay. But in the meantime, they still continue to get away with it. Yeah. They're probably going to get another trophy or two out of it this season. Yeah. and then, you know, in re- when anything happens in retrospect, they'll just be, oh, the trophies are void. Nothing happens. You might as well not have played those seasons. Yeah, at the time. great. Yeah. And Yay. You know, I, I, I would wonder, though, you know, if those, those clubs who have finished fifth or so um, in the league, would they then have a case to go and sue City for loss of income? Because they'd have lost out on that big, sweet Champions League money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they would. I think they would. Honestly, if they, if they're gonna get if they're gonna get voided, then yeah, they absolutely should. Uh, we should, uh, should sue uh, for for loss of income. Isn't that what happened in the Calshopoli? Wasn't weren't there lawsuits stemming from that suing Juve? Possibly, I don't. I don't recall. I don't, I, I I think don't recall the, that part. I know for a fact that they had titles stripped, and Inter suddenly got two more titles. Which you know now Juve fans still contest that they won those titles, so they will still celebrate. So yeah, you know, there's that discrepancy, um, but the galaxy level brilliance of this is that if cities all cities titles are stripped the water to the teams finishing second, Man United and Liverpool will both get three, so the argument would still stand between the two of them on who's won the most trophies. Hmm. I mean, it's possible, but you know, honestly, it, it, it's another case of I'll believe it when I see it. So totally. when, when you know, what, what does this do? I'm going to save my cynicism for the outcome of the case, but I think whichever way we see it, there will be okay. Some so law- we can mean what 2025 about this? Yeah, but it's, well, you've got to hear the evidence, and it's 115 charges here. Yeah, it's a and, lot of evidence, yeah. a lot of charges. It's it could get messy, and it could it could be fun, but we'll see. Yeah, we will see. Chris, do you have anything to add to this? Not necessarily. No, it's just unfortunately one of those things that it's out of everyone's hands except the lawyers and whatnot, and we're on their timetable for this, unfortunately. It feels to me like it's a situation if you try to hurry this case up, you may botch a couple of things here and there and really like not get the chance to nail them to the wall. But at the same time, they the lawyers could be so inept as to not nailing them to the wall altogether, and we've wasted our time all along. So it's uh, sadly a very much uh, wait-and-see approach. So, But, you know, among this, we must congratulate City's commercial department for managing to be somehow the most efficient commercial department in the known universe with all that extra income they're bringing in. It's incredible. And I applaud them, you know, they're bigger than Real Madrid. They're bigger than Liverpool. They're bigger than Barcelona. Bigger than PSG. Bigger than Bayern. What can we say? I mean, Erlen Holland is all over commercials for you know, for EAFC twenty four. Mm-hmm. You know, speaking of rebrands, 
Oh, EAFC. Is that what FIFA's called now? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No yeah. one wants to know. No one wants dif- to dif- dif- Different branding, same shitty game. It is what it is. <laughs> oh. It was no pro evolution soccer. Let's face it. You know we're you know we were you know I we, we were I was already uh, we were already uh, hassling my son to come on the pod to, to drop some of his hot takes, and uh, you, you recall FIFA shitty uh, shitty franchise. He may have words for you because I just think it's been the same game for the last three or four years with a slight coat of paint played over it in a roster update. Yeah, but and where's most people, yeah, like, people yeah. say the same thing? But I mean, where where is P? Yeah, but where where has Pro Evolution Soccer even been? I can't remember the last edition. Oh no, of that it, come out. It, the older editions of that game were great. Nowadays, it's also just like it's either not. It's turning to e football and it's shit. Oh, because is that what that is? Oh, okay, yep. that's e football. Okay, I didn't realize that. I, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not too in tune with video games anymore. I co- only. Co- Konami basically deciding to change their strategy to mobile games and pachinko only because they're greedy fucks. Uh, it's kind of shown with a lot of the quality of their brands for the last couple of years really either not existing or just dropping massively in quality. And PES has been one of the unfortunate ones that been the latter of that example there. So, of course, it should be noted our our own Chris Damasceno here is a uh, is a known football manager save uh, YouTuber now. So uh... the undefeated <laughs> king of football games. <laughs> True. I, um, I think I'm embarrassing him. <laughs> if you if y'all could see no, the, the face he's making now, he's kind of like not, not necessarily. It's more I'm trying to explain him. Like, how do I tell them that over like the last since the last time we saw one another? Like, I went from like 800 something to like over 2,000 people actually subscribing to me. channel. what? And I ended up doing like a full 40 minute video on the history of football manager yeah, from I like watched the CM days. Yeah, I watched. So that. yeah. That video basically helped the channel kind of take off a little bit, and I've been sort of growing off of that pretty much since that we got published last month. So and, it's pretty uh, cool. AdSense is actually it, a thing now for me, and which is neat. what is that? Are you getting money from this? I'm starting to. My first check is going to be uh, this uh, this month, actually, sometime on the between the 21st for the 26th is when they should be dropping that my way. I believe they're calculating it sometime next week for all the estimated ad revenue and then i have to just put in all of my payment information for them to actually like deposit the funds like around christmas time basically because they usually do i'm sorry chris could could, could you go could you mute your headphones for a second hey uh john we need to uh maybe put put the show on chris's feed uh just just a thought there (laughs) okay chris you can unmute now thanks (laughs) (laughs) sure 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 yeah yeah Uh, it's unmuted now we did not hear any single thing of what you just said so Chris, Chris, give me bump your feed up here. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, I, what's the feed? Oh, itself. It's just. Uh, ooh, excuse me. It's Brazilian Fury over on YouTube. So youtubecom slash at Brazilian Fury. That's Brazilian with an S instead of a Z, and you'll find the channel there. I've started a whole new FM24 series now with Not Scouty, and the idea for me to do is to just go into lower league teams and try to raise them up to like their high level to like the highest tier possible and then just leave them there and go do something else after so 
So uh, while we're talking some uh, some channel biz and, and, and all that and, and, and some uh, some show biz, uh, I know that the last few months we've been pretty. Um, yeah, I mean, there was two months in between episode 85 and 86. There's been another month now in between, uh, you know, this episode and, and the last one. Um, I mentioned that there was some some stuff going on behind the scenes in, in, in our lives. Uh, I'm happy and sad to report that you know that that's all been uh been been resolved now and uh so i i should be yeah we should be able to uh go back to our bi-weekly schedule like we wanted to which means we should actually be able to do a holiday episode uh next uh, next episode nice yeah in a, in a couple of weeks but yeah so uh for those of us for those of you out there who have been missing the frequency of uh, of this show, we should be getting back uh, back on track here uh, into 2024. So I just wanted to, to mention that. So uh, yeah, although you know, I, I I maybe we should you know all all jokes aside, we maybe we should think about YouTube, John. I'm all good. I'm I'm happy. I mean, yeah, we can we, we can probably rugged. upload we can probably <laughs> upload all, all of our old episodes. Yeah, do, you know, we, you know, we, we've got three good-looking young guys here, so to speak. The hotness should oh, be spread. Oh, oh, oh no, I'm not going on video. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I, I, I do not like the. A, a, as hard as it is to believe, I, 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 I will talk all day. I mean, I do radio too. You know, here in, in the city of Chicago, um, I do not want to be on camera. Yeah. <laughs> uh. The camera's too hot to con. It, it can't possibly convey your beauty, Jeff. Yeah. I mean that's true, but also you know there, there's the, a the lot of, there's a lot of other deep seated reasons for this too. So you know, <laughs> which yeah, we don't really need course, to get yeah. into on a football podcast. No. So, ah, uh, uh, boy, do we have anything else we need to to discuss? Well, the FA Cup draw. You know, we can always mention that. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, the, oh, the FA that Cup one draw. particular match of the FA Cup draw well, that yeah, is yeah, sure yeah, those, not going to cause any controversy or problems for anybody whatsoever. No, you're right, because it will be the first Tyne Weir derby in several years. Unless we yeah. forget. <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. Twitter's going to be in hell that day. I cannot wait. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah the first Tyne Weir derby in several years. Uh, when was the last one? I'm trying to. Uh, I don't think there was one when Newcastle were down. Was it? Was it one when they were down in the um, Championship? Otherwise, you're talking a long, long time since Sunderland have been in the Premier League. Yeah, it has been a few minutes since that happened. So yeah, it, it's been at least five years. It has to have been, unless there was a cup match we don't know about. I can't remember one. So. Yeah, but yeah. also, yeah, Arsenal got Liverpool. So yeah, I'm I'm Dang. right. Come off this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah! Yeah, the first yeah the first week of, of January is going to be hell with the lid off <laughs> around these parts. <laughs> it's all right. We'll take the league game. You can have the cup. I'm fine. I can I can live with that. See, I was going to say the opposite. <laughs> hey, that's fine. We've agreed that. We sorted that. We sewn it up. Job done. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, you got anything? No, nothing in particular. I've just been going back and forth between this and the cast because I've been keeping an eye out on the company and other because there's a lot of results that have been going on so far. So Well, I mean, uh oh, Barcelona is leading uh Atletico de Madrid uh one nil Joao Felix. Ooh, there's a <laughs> there's a story and a half. Ooh. 
and, and, oh, and Inter's and, leading one. Inter's leading, spot, yeah, uh, Colin Oglu on that one. So, yeah. So, yeah, fun times going on in these matches as we record. But uh, today's topic is the 2023-24 Busting Balls Fashion Show. The lads tell you what's hot and what's not on the grassy runway this season. Please stay tuned. With the second half of episode 87 of the Busting Balls podcast. Tonight, my friends, for you, we have what is undoubtedly our favourite episode of the year. The 2023-24 fashion show. John, Jeffrey and Chris will take you through all that's good and all that's bad on the green runway. Oh, yeah. I think this is Chris's first ever fashion show, too. I, I'd say, I say, yeah, uh, we got it. And you know, we had, what's it, Atletico Mineiro a couple of years ago was what, as frankly the best kit that we had. Yeah, like, yeah, that was a, yeah, that was a real winner. That one was a real funny winner. Funny you, funny you mentioned that. Spoilers ahead. Oh, they might oh. have done it again. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Well, Chris, why don't you, since this is your first one, why don't you lead us off? Yeah, sure, I can do that. And what I'll do is we'll go to Europe first since that's been kind of the hot topic. And I've shared these with you guys a couple of weeks back altogether, but Athens, uh, Calitania just nailed the assignment this year with all three of their kits that they made for the 2023-24 season. They I, may have outdone. I, I did see I did see these. These are amazing. Oh, they man. they may have they may have usurped Venezia honestly, and those Venezia kids for the most part over the last couple of years have been more hits than misses. So uh, that's yeah, well, m- more spoilers, yes, but but very very good well, stuff. Well, well, go, um, go on, go on, Chris. Uh, tell us just, about these kit. Sure, yeah. So in terms of it, they have three kits in total that they launched. Their home kit itself is a sort of very thin wall space hoops alternate uh, from white to gold. The club badge, the cap locals are in gold. The initial one is like a blue, gold, and white uh, trims. And then they have the red and gold collars, which are just a fantastic compliment as a whole. I'm a big fan of collars on football kits when they're done right. And this is one of those examples for sure. The away kit as well, uh, props for kind of mixing the... They did white and gold, but they also had a couple of navy pinstripes to go with that. Uh, with the trim and all of that, and I think they did a fairly good job of blending everything together. So not there isn't like a color that's overpowering the other. If that makes any sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those oh, yeah. two, yeah, no, those, yeah, yeah, pretty the, great stuff. Those kit are 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 fantastic. There's no way around mm-hmm. that one. What, what 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 a stunning collection from from uh, from uh, from Athens Calatea. In uh, in over there in in Greece land, um, John. 
Well, sh- shall we uh, start with possibly the worst kit of the season? Well, let- let's go to when we had so- so earlier today the Spurs away kit. Oh, and I God. Have one question, what the fuck is that? <laughs> That was that was uh, that was just mocha. That was like somebody took the Spurs kit and threw in like a uh, like a cup of coffee and just it just emulsified onto the kit. What the hell was that? Yeah, it, it was like when they were designing it. It's okay, not the, not the coffee over. Oh yeah, actually, well, that'll do. Send that in. Well, yeah, it, well. It, <laughs> Spurs are always great for coming up with just the most whack-ass away kit possible. <laughs> like, remember last year's? Oh, dear God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> last year's, oh, my goodness. I mean, okay, so, I mean, it's one thing if, like, St. Pauli, who, by the way, still lead the uh, the spite of Bundesliga, um, St. Pauli have always worn brown, and, okay, it's St. Pauli. We expect, you know, something a little off off kilter from from St. Pauli. This was just I, I I yeah, I couldn't deal with this kit. <laughs> this morning that was that was not good one bit. Uh of course I of course am going to big up my club because Arsenal's home jersey this year I mean it, it's magnificent. It's a tribute jersey to the Invincibles year since this is a you know the 20th season since then. We're, we're celebrating an anniversary. Uh, the stitching has our record from that season along it. There's some gold. There's a lot of gold trim on it. And it, it's, it's a great, it's a, it's a, it's a great design. Our away kit. I don't <laughs> like, a- No, that kit is not good. I'm sorry. I cannot deal with that highlighter yellow. I can't deal with the, the randomness of the pattern on it. I, I just, I can't Did deal. Did designer drop acid before they took, they maybe, took that? Maybe, maybe. I mean, I, I, we've seen some wild uh, acid-induced kits lately. Um, their third kit is fly. That golden blue number. Have you all seen it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, yeah, the that, third that, kit. That is that is one of the most fly-looking shirts I've ever seen. Just a, a, absolutely gorgeous. Very basic, but stunning. Is how I'm gonna describe that. I can live with that. All right, Chris. You know, Chris, you can feel free to comment upon any any other kit we discuss. Completely fair. Yeah, it's just it's very interesting that we were talking that you guys mentioned the Atletico Madrid kit from 2021. That I think was what when you. um, No, Atletico Minero, not Atletico Madrid. No, yeah, Atletico Mineiro is what I'm talking about well, as well. You said yes, Madrid, so, so yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah, that's on me. Uh, but the Manto da Massa contest that they run for their fan design kits, it did happen again this year. And the kit that they came up with here, I need you all to see this for yourselves because it may outright outdo. I think the color aesthetic, I like it better than the 2021s. And that's saying something. Ooh. All and right. there's like his then there's history to that too in that it's a kit that was made to honor uh, Victor their goalkeeper in his save against Tijuana in the 2013 Libertadores title campaign which is the 10 year anniversary of that which is 
a still a very big moment in their history as a whole before the recent successes that they've had there. So something to commemorate that and just the colors, the design, everything just works for this. With the yeah, it's a kind very... of maroon brown. Yeah, with the shades of the cream colored on the side, the sidings and the collar as well too. Just no, that is gorgeous. It's inc- it's incredible. Like that is thing- gorgeous. I tell you what, Atlasco Minero might well be our new Loch Ness. We might have to disqualify them just because it's not fair. (laughs) (laughs) And and here's the thing, too. Like, I know these are in-house, that they're contests that they run for their fans to design. But then again, this should be an encouragement to let football fans have this sort of platform with certain other teams. Because when you see some of these designs out there in football with some of these kids, like the Spurs one you just mentioned, and then you see stuff like this being done as a fan collaboration type of effort, like, come on. And, and, and you know, as you mentioned, there's like a brown, brownish base to this one too, but this one just pops, mm-hmm. you know? I'm liking that. It just does everything. It Everything just corresponds with it so, so well. Sorry, I think my uh, slurping my tea made it on the broadcast. Sorry about that. All good, all good. All right, John, up next. I want to go to Italy. I want to talk Fiorentina here. Okay. Um, Okay, I'm not that keen on the on the home kit the home kit is kind of they're they're all based on the lily the flower that uh you know defines the city i think it just looks like a bunch of tell old telephone wires on telephone lines on uh, on the home kit but the away kit is a really really nice one Um, oh that white number yeah oh yeah right of lilies across it just beautiful and then the colors on the third kit as well the purple and then the, the stripe of plants down the side the these are some beautiful kits yeah i did see those too i thought about listing those but i, I saw a few other ones that i thought uh needed to be needed to be mentioned including this other one from uh this other one from italy of course i, I think we're gonna have to disqualify venezia here coming up too because oh, yeah. i have venezia on my list too okay yeah, well yeah. sorry i'm getting to this one first uh their their first you know their their uh their home kit this season black with gold trim but also with uh green and red stripes in in the odd places and all the uh the logo is on one as on the uh hold on right side no left side of the of the shirt um so yeah all, all the logo is there the away kit uh a pure white number gold lettering the uh the the green and, and red stripes down at the bottom towards the actually you know towards the middle bottom of the shirt but their third kit oh yeah my goodness mm-hmm. it looks like i mean it, it's supposed to look like the um you know the uh the the, the shirt that the gondoliers wear in venice mm-hmm. you know like the, it's the, the the black and white hoops uh john since you're a rugby guy you'll you'll catch this reference it looks like the barbarians oh yes oh yes and it, it just that 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 one is just stunning to me I, it's I, I, it's it's actual fashion like this could literally pass for something you'd see on a fashion runway and get away with it and just yeah, like, like oh yeah that's a thing and cool. venezia is so good for this and it, it just it saddens me that they're not that they only spent one season up in syria ah because i would love to see their kit um i would love to see their mm-hmm. kit 
on you know on a more regular basis. Of course, I I don't ever get to see Seria B, so you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, their third kit is, is is smashing this year. And again, we may have to start disqualifying some people, like Atletico Mineiro and and, and Venezia is, is certainly one of them too. Ah. All right, Chris, up next. So I'm going to give this one points for, I wouldn't say necessarily it's the best uh, kits that I would see or not even the worst. I would say it's probably one of the more unique combinations I've, uh, like sort of attempts I've seen at this sort of thing. Seti uh, de Club uh, ASD Boreale, which oh, they paired up with. this one too. Yep. So yeah, they paired up with a full fledged like it, it. They did this in house too, like with an Italian company just doing four different kits based on historic works of religious art for the course of like the Roman Empire's history. And just while the kits are a little bit, I wouldn't say they're my cup of tea per se. Just the uh, sort of fashion show aspect to them and how they did the photo shoots for them made them look like outright incredible. Now, what, uh, it's, di- what division do they even play in? They play in Serie D, so they're playing the fourth tier. And they're coming up with it. You know what? Top leader, top tier teams, get your shit together. Seriously, <laughs> like, what the hell are you guys doing when, like, when Serie? But then again, it's almost like for some of these lower league clubs, like they have to nail these designs because that's income for them, and that makes sense. Oh yeah, no, I totally get it. But it's like we need to see this sort of like actual like effort being put in in a lot of these modern day shirts for certain teams just like step your game up step the fuck up Kyle I mean I, I mean I get that you you know like especially like the bigger clubs you want to have a consistency and you want to have an, an identity but you know you could you could do good things and ASD Boreale definitely has done good things here yeah and out of the four four kits that they did for the year you know each choices bit interesting but their third one in particular which i'm putting over here is probably my favorite out of the four just the black and gold combination with the cross design oh, that they have yes. works so well i i did like the i did also like the uh the the away shirt that they did you know with the uh, the instagram photo being you know the uh you know the woman in the um you know it, it dressed as the angel that showed uh, constantine the way to victory yeah, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, the uh, yeah the third kit is, is smashing. Actually, I like the fourth kit too, the red one. With- yeah, the red one is an interesting combination with the purple and white colors, but I think they did it still worked within the aesthetic of it for sure. Of course, you have to wonder at what point does a a a, a Syria D team need a fourth kit? <laughs> you know? It's like income. I said, man, they they got merchandise sales to make, so I I get it. Yeah. If you had the inspiration for the designs, and you've got, and considering that it's not even like a company that's uh, I guess we've seen very often is Zeta. So I'm guessing they are like as I think as mentioned on the article I found about them, they are like Italian based as well too. So the fact that they're pairing with a local, you know, with a co- company within the country outright, a design studio to do all of these things, it's just like. Yeah, get get your name out there in the market and hopefully get some more work to do some more cool shirts for other people. I may have something similar here coming up, but uh, John, you're up next. I'm sorry, I'm going to take something down here. Let let us talk RB Leipzig's away kit here. Let's talk a headache Mm -hmm. in kit form. 
All right, hang on. Wait, I got to see this one. Yeah, yeah. Four quarters here to it. And oh they are U-G-L-Y. Oh, this ain't got no alibi. <laughs> it, yeah. it's, a, it's, it's a Red Bull can in a kit. And guys, <laughs> this doesn't work as well as you'd like to think it does. I'm sorry. Oh, no. You, no. It is horrific. It, you know, four quarters. It's it's they've got the same kind of wavy geometric design of kind of red and red and blue here, I'd say. Mm, yeah, um, that's uh, that's not good. It, it's got it's already got too much going on in every corner. You put them all together, and yeah, it, it's a headache in a kit. Yeah, I I, I just don't like it when I, I don't like the the non matching geometric patterns. Like I know several a, a lot of teams like to do this now. And I don't think it works anywhere near as well as they think it does. No, and and again, the sleeves are different as well. So you you've got one, you've got what six sections here, and no, it's just, oh, it's horrific. Yeah, no, that that one's not good. Uh, I'm gonna uh, bring it back positive styley though, because uh, I am gonna give praise to the kit that Brighton were wearing today the uh the black and green stripes especially since celtics away kit is so bland this year <laughs> it's just a mm -hmm. black shirt like uh, okay it, it's it's nice but it doesn't you know it's not fashion show worthy let's just put it that way um now the one thing i do criticize about brighton's away kit as worn today was the was the uh the the white shorts now i don't know if that's actually part of the kit normally or if that's because aren't their normal shorts white like their home shorts are white aren't they i think mm. anyone <laughs> believe so yeah so i mean and i get it so maybe there was like a clashing color today uh, you know in today's match uh mm. at, at stanford bridge but um, no, I, I like the, the way that, that the green and the black, uh, work together. It gives a very, you know, like, uh, you know, another team I, 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 I do tend to like another Italian team, Sassuolo have a similar vibe. Uh, I think, uh, Nueva Chicago in, in Italy, uh, not Italy, uh, mm -hmm. Argentina, excuse me. Um, Nueva Chicago in, in Argentina have a similar, uh, have a similar, uh, vibe with that. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm giving, uh, props to, uh, Brighton's away kit on this one no i'm not liking that all right chris so the next one that i'm having uh we're gonna go back to south america again really quickly because a couple of years back 1991 a certain thing happened where colo colo won the copa libertadores and they launched a kit to uh, celebrate the 30th anniversary of that Triumph just tweaked the 2122 home shirt a little bit from the looks of it here. Then again, this might be 2122 as well. I may have. Ooh. Let me go back. Let me. I mean, this one's nice, but I think it is like two to three years older. The size is just labeling them as 2324 from when I saw. I do have an alternate in this case, which would be Monaco Sturd kit this season. The blue and white combination that they had for that I thought worked. Much better than I expected. Oh, I did personally. see that. I did see that actually. Like the away kits with the black and gold, also good. Don't get me wrong, but I just thought the blue and white worked 
really, really well for like a third rare kind of kit that they wear as a whole. So yeah, I'll throw Monica onto that list. All right, John. All right, I, I want to go to Scotland here and uh, a friend of Ian Hepburn, Sports Partick Thistle. I want to draw your attention to the Partick Thistle goalkeeper shirt this year, which Ooh. is a tie-dye design. Okay, hang I, on. I, I got to bring this up. Yeah, um, and, and I think generally this year the, the kits for Thistle are good. This one, I'm just like, wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that nice, looks yeah. nice. Very interesting, yeah. Oh yeah, it's like it, it's like a bright tie dye too. Yeah, totally. It, it, it's a really nice bright kit here. I, I love. Oh yeah, it. that is that is gorgeous. Actually, I'm not big on tie dye anymore, but yeah, that that is gorgeous. I I, I got to give props to that one. Yeah, it's, it's got like kind of oranges, reds, a little purple on the edges there, blues. Yeah, it, it's really nice. I, I thoroughly recommend go to go to the public system site. Have a look at this goalkeeper kit. It is mwah, beautiful. No, that that is that is wonderful. That is wonderful. Uh, my next one, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna do a who's not on this one. Um, <laughs> Atletico Madrid, their away kit. Why are they wearing Blackburn Rovers kit this year? Is their away <laughs> shirt? I mean, seriously, can somebody explain this to me? Like, um, I have nothing. <laughs> I don't even think there's player links there, are there? <laughs> maybe they're big fans of Alan Shearer and Chris Sutton circa 95, 95? Uh, I mean, maybe. I don't know. But, yeah, that, that did not. Yeah, that. Sorry, like I said, it does. It, it may work for other teams. It does not work for Atletico de Madrid, I have to say. No, it's just, it's just that two halves thing as well. Isn't it? I'm, I'm not a big fan of that generally. Yeah, I'm not either, to be honest. Uh, I mean, unless you do something interesting with it, which is, you know, I'm not saying it's hard to do, but it's really uncommon that anybody does do anything interesting with that. Very rare. So, uh, I'm down to one more. Uh, Chris and John, how about the rest of y'all? Yeah, I think I got like one or two more left in me in this case. Okay, all right. Well, keep going. All right, Chris, go right ahead. All right, so throughout the course of the J-League, which I watched a little more often than even usual now that they're putting matches up on YouTube, uh, Hokkaido Consadole Sapporo's third kit, which they uh, didn't show up with as uh, much, but still just a gorgeous little white and black piece with the pattern design in the middle in a grayish color here, just very good looks uh, all around. Let me see if I can get a solid uh, link to it here. The link's convoluted, but it should get to the photo at least. Ooh. Yeah. yeah just, it's, a, it's a nice white number with a, uh, with, with a pattern on it. Just very clear all throughout. Simple, you know, keep, keeps within uh it doesn't branch out into like too many colors trying to overpower one another. And this was who? So, this is Hokkaido Sapporo Consadole, you said, yes. It, correct, yeah. Hokkaido Consadole Sapporo over in the J1. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, that, that is glorious. I do see the Sapporo badge, on the, at least on the pick that you sent. Uh, as yeah. Sapporo, uh, you know, the star badge of, uh, of Sapporo Brewing. Uh, over on the uh, on one of the sleeves there. Yeah, no, that that is nice and tasteful, I think. Um, John, what do you say? 
I, 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 uh, I, uh, I'm liking that. That, that is a, it, it's the subtle design down that, down the middle there is really nice, quite rare. Yeah, is yeah. that supposed is that supposed to be uh, bird feathers or like or dragon scales or both? I even? want. I'm trying to look up the exact lore. If it's supposed to, because uh, I know specifically for the third one, it's supposed to represent the local uh, Blackestons fish owl, which is the largest living species of owl. Uh, that oh, there is okay so it is a uh, so there's a bit of there's a bit of a cultural background to go oh wow with that as well well i i think we'll find that to be true with a lot of uh football shirts <laughs> that mm -hmm. there's, you true, know, true. often they'll, they'll try to put something you know uh uh cultural you know local cultural uh as part of this absolutely so okay i'm gonna stay in scotland for my pick and i'm gonna go to the aberdeen away kit here Ooh. Oh, I think I've seen. I've, I believe I've seen this. It's the. It's described as the Northern Lights kit. Uh, oh not. yeah. Mm. Oh yes, yeah, I have definitely seen of it. this. Yeah, that's nice. It's good. I mean, yeah, I was just blasting in. You know, like you know, uh, non-matching or inconsistent patterns, but for what they're trying to go with there. Yeah, there's a yeah. nice little swirl to that. There's a regularity to it. That yeah, it and. The little, the little flashes on the shoulder are a really nice touch as well. Just yeah, it's like they it's like they looked at the abomination of the Northern Lights attempt that the Minnesota United FC team did this year and went right. Oh we can yeah, do that as a matter of fact, th there's a pick I brought up that ha that compares these two kits. Yeah, yep. this one is by far the superior model. Oh it? yes, absolutely. Oh, one hundred percent. Are you kidding me? <laughs> just. You know, Minnesota's yeah, just yeah. like let's just put the top half, and you know that we'll we'll just leave it at that. Everything yeah, well, else, you know, it's just, well, it's you fine. know, it's just like MLS's logo. Just the top half of that shield is filled in, and everything else is like uh, blank. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, that'll 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 put the asses in seats. Chris knows exactly what I'm referencing. Indeed. <laughs> uh, side, here's a side note I want to bring up since we keep talking about Scotland. Why are why is it that we haven't had more, you know, million or billionaire investment in Scotland? If if people want to, you know, take a football club to the top, like why are we not getting investment in like Aberdeen or Motherwell or anything else? Or you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, <laughs> like, like fifth division English teams are getting more investment than scottish and you know, then you know scottish premier league teams do you really want to play football in december and january up in aberdeen my god <laughs> that's probably why the weather is i mean maybe off. not but also i mean you know what, what what's one of the reasons why celtic and rangers can't ever do shit in the champions league is because they don't have any real competition in scotland except each other and yeah, even and that is very limited in and of itself. Like yeah. to me specifically with Scotland, you need to start with a better TV deal where the people controlling it aren't just showing Celtic and Rangers games all the time, where other teams true. are actually getting slots. Like that's a big thing there. Like okay. start you know getting that, that TV that's money a, revenue. That's, a, up to that's start. a really good point. <laughs> that is a really good point. Because I know that God knows that CBS Sports only ever shows Celtic or Rangers and only one game a week. Yeah. So, okay, you know what? That's a really good point. But, you know, just one of those thoughts. And, you know, there, but I mean, there hasn't been any significant investment in Scottish football since, you know, the late Logan Roy. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. 
<laughs> yeah, gonna rely on his kids now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. They all got bought out, so I don't know. I don't know how that works. Do, do you think? Uh, do you? Oh wait, am I still spoiling Succession for you, John? <laughs> It's all right. I'm still seasons behind. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, uh, no, I mean, it, it kind of blows I'm the whole going. ending of the show. So maybe, maybe I should just keep that. I couldn't spoil it. It's all right. It's not your fault. It's everyone in the media. God damn them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's not your fault. It's everyone else's fault. Then yours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. My, my last pick. I'm gonna. Uh, we're gonna go back to to England. We're gonna go. To a not, we're gonna go to a team in the. Uh, I'm sorry, I have to go look this up. I can't remember what league they're in. Uh, they are in the. Uh, they are in the Isthmian Nor- League North Division. Oh <laughs> my lord, you are way down the line here. <laughs> but we have Walthamstow. 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 Sorry, I you know English. You know it's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh. They have they they partnered with the William Morris Gallery. Oh yeah, okay, I did see those. Yeah, and and they took a pattern called uh, I think it's called uh, Yare Y A R E. I don't know how you actually uh, oh, put it. The, the 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 pattern was created by John Henry Durrell around 1892, and they their home kit is a is a blue with other other splotches of blue. Their away kit is. Um, yeah, you know, it's mostly black and white with some uh, red, green, and yellow patches on there. But this yeah, th- this is song. gorgeous. It is a oh, gorgeous shirt. Art. That is art. And in fact, you know, William Morris Gallery is the shirt sponsor, so you see, you know, their font on the on the on the front of the shirt. Honestly, uh, it's kind of ingenious to team up with an art gallery to do something like this, just because it gives you it gives such a unique vibe to it that again, yeah. it's all these lower league teams thinking outside of the box and nailing the kick game while the top dogs are kind of just coming up with the atrocities like the Spurs and Arsenal away kits this year, for example. <laughs> also, I haven't mentioned that this year, and it's terrible. <laughs> Wait, which one? The, the Arsenal away kit. Oh, I mentioned them. Yeah, you did. I mentioned the Liverpool. I haven't mentioned the Liverpool one, which is the quarters again. I don't like the quarters. Oh yeah, no, that one sucks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That one sucks too. Green blocks. No, no, no. It's it's a Microsoft Excel spreadsheet, John. That's the one. (laughs) Boy, (laughs) it's more for Jurgen Klopp's. It's it's more for a kind of Man City kind of club, really. Yeah. Uh, I think we should make an honorable mention, though. Oh, yeah. uh, for the Indonesian side, uh, and I, I, I excuse me, I do not know how to pronounce this. Uh, Bola Satukan Kita Palembang. Their kit is a shirt and tie. Ooh, yeah, okay, I did see those. Like while I was going through, yeah, uh, the process just fantastic stuff all yeah, around. Including just, the a goal- fun, and- just a fun little, yeah, yeah just a fun little bit because yeah, even the goalie kits got those yeah. too. The tie is striped. Like it looks like a white shirt with a red tie on it. My goodness oh, gracious! Yes. Oh All my right. goodness! So I've got two final ones to offer as tribute to our fashion show. One that's hot, in my opinion, and one that is not, and that may ruffle some feathers for some people, depending on who's Ooh. listening. So, first one, 
we got to give the Mexicans their due. Club America actually nailed a design like classically. Oh yes. Oh yeah. I have seen this. I have. uh, I have seen this. Just class all around. Like simple to the point. Kept the team colors. Great, great stuff all around. Paying you know homage to the past that they have as well as the present. Good stuff. But in one that is not. And I'm sorry. I know there are some people that are probably going to jump my throat on this one, but this is just how I feel. The Seattle Sounders Bruce Lee tribute one sucked. Oh, no, I agree. I think this one was awful. The colors are awful. They have nothing to do with the Seattle Sounders colors to begin with on that. The pattern is fine for what it is, but the fact that you're saying that it's a Bruce Lee tribute, but you can't nail a simple yellow and black according to the tracksuit, for example. Right. So I was going to go in. I was going to get into this is because, yeah, Bruce Lee, of, I think, was actually born or lived in Seattle. Yeah, he, he lived in Seattle for the longest time. He has ties to that community. Yes. So Much I like Jimi Hendrix making... did. With the, see, the Sounders nailed that Jimi Hendrix kid. I think. Oh, yeah, 100%. This is like the complete opposite of that. that the fact one, that yeah, they did not. Yeah, I think they were trying to homage the, the, the game of death tracksuit and failed miserably oh yeah uh, the fact that they're just like oh let's just throw red in there because it's a dragon and dragons breathe fire and we're like no keep it to a yellow and black if you're gonna do the tracksuit kind of tribute to game of death well, and like that, related stuff at best. well you, you mentioned real salt lake how about the fact that uh timbers their hated rivals also wear a red away kit for the rose City. yeah mm-hmm also that just yeah so yeah it just that, it, know, it was I, just very much Seattle going like oh we have a cool pattern please pay two hundred bucks for our shirts yeah no <laughs> I agree I no I thought that that shirt was trash when I saw that the worst part is that it's like the if you look at the badge by itself that yellow and black that's the best thing that they did with that redesign make the rest of the shirt like that among those colors not this other like. Yeah, yeah, and just, then, and then they just put like a dragon pattern on it with you yeah, know. which is just like, which just feels lazy at this juncture. Yeah, no, I like, I, I, I totally on. agree. John, do you? I I don't know what your uh, your your your, uh, your ties or uh, or love of Bruce Lee was, but I, I I know Bruce Lee. I have looked at this kit, and yes, it's an abomination. But I have a last one, and it, this is something that's come a little bit of tradition: the Halloween kit for Napoli. This year. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I haven't not seen this. Oh, oh boy. Skulls yeah. of Napoli. Oh yeah, it, it's a black pack with skulls all the way over it. You need to get a look at this. Hang on. Speaking of which, has anybody been uh, keeping a track on the uh, the the, uh, the Napoli game? Ooh. Okay, I do kind of like that actually. <laughs> Just a skull, a bunch of pile of skulls all over it, just overlapping. Quite beautiful. Quite the goth. It's the goth football kit. I was gonna say you would have thought Real Gothic would have gone for this. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) We have discussed Real Gothic on this show, so Mm -hmm. yeah. So yes, we have. Is their kit? Uh, Oh yes. And with that, that concludes the 2023-24 Bussing Balls Fashion Show. If you have any kit you'd like to uh, 
to to praise or pan, you can hit us up on Twitter at BustingBallsPod or email us BustingBallsPod at gmail.com. You have been listening through our native SoundCloud feed, SoundCloud.com slash Busting-Balls or the PWOM Podcast Network, SoundCloud.com slash Pro Wrestling Only. And you can find us on Spotify, search Busting Balls Podcast. Uh, John or Chris, any last words before we sign off this edition? Well, saying, uh, I'm looking forward to the match in the next two weeks. Obviously, Arsenal coming to Anfield. We owe you for last year, my friend. Bring it on. Okay. All right. Well, we we, we got you. And just remember, you don't got Bobby Firmino now, so. Yeah, we're in trouble. Yeah, you might be. <laughs> Chris. Well, hopefully by the time that we talk next time around, I will be proudly proclaiming Palmeiras as the 2023 Campeonato Brasileiro Champions. Hey, good luck to you all. And uh, hopefully by this time, uh, Rangers will be buried in another financial scandal. But, you know, I, I, you know, we, we can't have everything, can we? So, <laughs> we can try, though. Uh, we should actually be back uh, in two weeks uh, from this time because, yeah, I think things are going to be settling in again. And, uh, you know, on, on my end. So uh, thanks for once again for all, all y'all's patience, uh, even though we like I said, we had a two month gap. We've had like, you know, three months three months worth of gaps in between episodes when, you know, we should have had like six other shows in that time, but you know, thing, thing, you know, real life does happen sometimes. So, uh, that'll do it. So, uh, until then it's good night for me. And it's good night from them. All right. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. <laughs>